There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Select your words carefully. Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Raftoy Basham, MD. Co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. Kristen Burt will join us in the first hour right after this with the family. Walzer Automotive introduces the new kids on the block, not the band. It's their three newest dealerships. Experience the Walzer Way at Wyzetta Nissan on 394 or Walzer Polar Chev and Walzer Polar Mazda on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake. I've had all three general managers on the podcast, and I can honestly say that Mike, John, and Brett are some of the finest car people in the seven-county Mosquito Control District. This month, in addition to great deals, they're searching for used cars and will pay Kelly Blue Book excellent whether you trade or sell outright. Some reconditioning can apply, so please, no flood cars from Apple Valley. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Chevy, Mazda, or Nissan, check out the new kids on the block. Don't tell them Tom sent you. Just show up and be amazed. That stuff never works anyway. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. So does my head. Probably not good. Which one? In 2009, and in 2009. How come I can't hear anything? I don't know. Turn Maybe up your, your headphones. headphones aren't on. Well, they're on. Turn them on. Oh, there we go. So Vern was only <laughs> 83 when that happened. Vern He was 83. And, and Helmut was 97. Helmut. So. Helmut. 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 What are you going to do? Oh, but he had dementia, so they didn't charge him with anything. Well, no, that Vern did it. have dementia. <laughs> well, there you go. He did indeed, unfortunately. Uh, Kristen Burt joins us. How are things going in commie land? Kristen's like, what the hell are you talking about? It's very hot. It's going to be 100 today again. It's been very, very hot here. In the last couple of days, it's cooled way down. It's beautiful yesterday, and it's pouring rain today. Is is that going to be 100 in the valley or 100 uh, uh, up in uh, the San Fernando Lamas Valley? What's the difference? <laughs> What's the difference? Well, it's usually cooler, um, cooler down by L.A. Not by much, though. I okay. mean, honestly, it's the difference between, like, 101 and 97. <laughs> oh, L.A. is just hot these days. It doesn't – it used to be, like, you'd go over the hill, and it was a solid 8 degrees, 
five to eight degrees cooler, and now it's just hot. Yeah. It's been like that the last couple of years. Wow. Well, well, once you have 80 billion more people moving there, it might, uh, exactly. might raise the temperature another 10 degrees. How many, how many people Every- live in California? Like 50 million or something? That's crazy. I don't know. Everyone moves out. They're all moving to Texas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I thought they were yeah. going to Boise now. <clears throat> they, Boise. They filled up Denver, <laughs> then they went to Texas. They filled up Texas, and now I thought they were all moving uh, to Boise. I'm pretty sure that Boise is your far right outfit. I don't think so. Yeah, the Posse Comitates. Posse that's Comitates. There's where you are, that, out yeah, in I Boise. I think you'd be surprised. Aren't you in that club, Kev? You're hilarious. Aren't the black, helico- black helicopters following you, following you around? We thought about you last night. We watched Botched. Oh yeah, yeah. We were yeah. thinking about you. That show is Holy unbelievable. God. You, you know, ever watch that, Kristen? Is that the one botched? The one where um, the plastic surgeons like fix the yes. Yeah. Well, that's yes. Well, that's it's crazy to watch. I cannot watch that because I think those people are corrupt, and they're using people Ooh. with serious mental illness, serious mental illness. Well, yeah, for their that game. Is true. So oh yeah, that kind of oh yeah, because them. they they had no. No, they have the they have people. They had they had the guy, the kid on who wanted to look like uh, uh, the Ken doll. Yes. Oh, yes. Or, did he, or, did, or did he want to look like Barbie? One or the other. Okay. So one of those two. And he they had him on. He said, oh yeah, he's some. He has some. You know, they he had he wanted fame. He wanted notoriety. So they had him on so they could uh, they could use the sensationalism to to forward this show. Yeah. And understand that show is a game show. It is a game show. It's yeah. a game show because these people show up with these best. So they get three or four people with bad problems. They do surgery on them. Mm. You know, a couple of them may not turn out. They take the best one, put them on. Mm. I right. have a question for you. Yeah, I, that, I, 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 I have, I have nothing but I, – I, See, I, I, was all, I was all in last night because two, two or three women had some major problems from other plastic yeah, surgeries. Exactly. One had a boob like way up here, one had a, <laughs> and the other one was oh, way no. down here. Oh, and yeah. Lots of weird – Stippling, and oh. she had leaking. I mean, Jesus. the thing just—I mean, it was like a disaster. And boob, let me guess, she couldn't boob. sell for malpractice because it was from another country. No, no, boob, no, no, boob no. disaster. She mm. had like three surgeries trying to correct it, and it still turned out to be a disaster. And they fixed her. And then there was a nose disaster where yeah. this—I mean, just bad surgery. But, but, but did they really fix her, or did they just adjust the photos? I mean, you have to understand is that oh. I do not oh I, the, 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 the corruption, the corruption, and that sort of stuff. I'm I have no. And, yeah. and, and the show I'd like to see would be the show where other people are correcting their problems. Oh, I like that because they're not the only the, only ones. There was this Russian gal. Only, what was she? 24? 25? 20, 25. She had thirty pounds in each butt cheek. Thirty pounds of fat. Mental oh. illness. That's what they did. No. Mm. Oh, they no, had. the other guy did. And she had she had breast implants. She was already like quite big. I mean, her lips were the size of a small chihuahua. Sure they were. It was like two bra uh, Insane. <laughs> yeah, it was. Versed lip. Yeah, they looked. I mean, and she just she just loved all of this attention for mm. having this gigantic ass, and she wanted yep. bigger boobs. And they said, "We can't help you," and they sent her on her way. So mm. I thought, see, I, that's right. why I thought maybe they were. Like doing the right thing. Yeah. Now, Kristen, I'm wouldn't you like dudes. 75 pounds of fat in your butt? No. <laughs> goes, no. No. This, no. This you woman. Know, when you go and you see it in person, too, because oftentimes it's on really petite girls, it looks really strange. Yeah. And it looks like a shelf, like you're going to put your cocktail right. or your yeah, coffee right. on their right. butt. It's mm-hmm. such a weird thing to, to witness with your own eyes. I guess that's the number one plastic surgery now. And and the, and the, and the yes. thing that none of those patients are told, none of the patients who have that the, the fat grafting into their buttock, they're not told that there's a 1 in 3,000 chance of dying from that that's surgery. Right. They did mention that yep, last night. Something yeah. about uh, an, 1 in 3,000 yeah, chance. Yeah, travels to your heart, right? <laughs> yep. Well, well it can tra- it can, it, your lungs more usually. It can travel to your heart. It can travel to your lungs. But it can also lead to deep venous trauma. There's many pieces to the puzzle yeah. that no one really understands. These people box, and they die. And you, when dead's dead. And 1 in 3,000, when people come to me, I tell them, oh, there's a 1 in 3,000 chance of dying from this. They say, I don't want that. No. I guess five. Well, according to this show, five people in Florida died just this year oh from butt whatever. There you go. What are well, they the being like your butt filler? Death. Butt filler. Yeah. Yikes. Which is fat. They just take fat. Uh, right? They were That's using. Right. They were using caulking in Florida. Yes. Oh, some of those people that died. Yeah, they were injecting caulking into their wow. butt. It's like good. Didn't yeah. somebody That's a good use idea. like? Didn't somebody use like Fix-A-Flat? Yep. 
Yep. Oh, God. Yeah. But, but Christian, I agree with you. <laughs> that it is a, an anatomic aberration, and it never yeah. looks – it's not becoming. No. And they wear fitted clothes, and it looks odd. Yeah. It is yeah, an odd-looking right. thing. I would tell you this, too, before we move on, is that woman, that 25-year-old woman with the 70 pounds of fat in her butt, I think before she had all that plastic surgery on her face, on her breasts, on her butt, she looked like she was probably very pretty before it all even started. So why can't attention. you just leave it alone? She wants more and more I guess. attention. It's often the, the case is they, they start off pretty and they're basically told how pretty they are their whole lives. So that becomes yeah. their identity as being right. pretty. Yeah. So they're like, well, I've never had to if I'm even that. prettier, then people will like me even more. So then they go do that and basically turn themselves into monsters. They do indeed. No, so she's like, I don't need a man. <clears throat> I turn myself on with my big butt. Oh, I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> what? She said, yes. She did okay. say that. <laughs> Christy goes, okay. Exactly. I'm like, this woman needs to go right into okay. a psychiatrist. <laughs> she does, absolutely. Yeah. So, Kristen, I have to ask you, because I haven't started watching it yet, but Catherine <laughs> watched the first episode. What do you know about Gentleman Jack? Gentleman Jack? Gentleman Jack Nothing. is a... I had never heard of it either. Sounds like a short story from it. the 17th century. Yeah, it does. <laughs> what do you know about Gentleman Jack? He was a boxer, I believe. Yeah, 17th century. It's about a lesbian woman yep. who tries to cover up being a lesbian by writing her lesbian notes in Russian. What? She didn't try too hard to cover it up. Oh, she apparently. didn't? She's oh. a, real, a real person, a real woman. What's a real? Lister uh, and, was a real person? Yes, and she, oh, this, was based on, this was based on her diaries. She wrote extensive diaries and yeah it, it's about her life it, the fact that she was left an estate in um halifax and she was you know she was gay and everybody sort of knew it but she had to kind of keep it away from the authorities and i just i just watched one episode i had no idea what, what it was about because i was watching big little lies oh it's not russian it's greek Ancient Greek. And Russian, I thought. Both. It, just, yeah. uh, it says the code is a combination of algebra and ancient Greek. Yeah, she's very, very intelligent. Whatever that means. Very intelligent. And she, really? Yeah. And um, something about they found coal on her land, and everybody was trying to screw her out of her coal, and she was fighting with that, and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I thought it was good. I don't know if you'll like it. It's an HBO special or HBO yes, series. It's an yeah. HBO series, yeah. Which yep. I had never heard no. of it before, but I watched. No, because everything's focused right now on Big Little Lies 2, which just came out on HBO on Sunday. Yes. I, did you watch the first episode? I did. I, I like the series. So yeah, I did too. A lot of, lot of people, a lot of actors that I like are in the series. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope it holds up the way the season one did. You never know. Sophomore yeah. slump happens. Yeah, that, yeah. Was a, that was a good episode, I thought. It was. And, you know, we can't binge it. We have to wait every week. I know. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. I, I know. I've been watching Handmaid's Tale, and they gave us three episodes to start, and now I have to wait every week. I watched we get to the two, and I was not paying that close of attention because it wasn't holding my attention. I, I was thinking mm -hmm. that they weren't that good. How about you? Um, it feels weaker than the other seasons. Okay. I'm also wondering if. I feel like the series is being played out in, on some level in real life. Mm. You, do you know what I mean? Like some of the stories and the way women's bodies are controlled, I almost feel like, well, this is happening on a daily basis in some states. So yeah. I feel like my brain is like, I don't think I need to see it in a fictional series. Yeah. That, yeah, you, yeah, you're right. There's that aspect of it. Because, yeah, I was just like, why am I not enjoying these episodes? I was just like <clears throat> on my phone looking up other things. I didn't seem to care about those two. And I was really looking forward to the new season. So maybe it'll get better. Yeah. But after two maybe episodes, what, what, how, many, how many episodes are in the series this year? I believe 10. And so we have three out right now. And then tomorrow you'll get the fourth episode. All right. Well, if it doesn't get better soon, I might just have to be out. It happens. It happens all the time. We it just does. go, you know what? I invested this amount of time. I don't want to invest anymore. Yeah. I do that all the time with series. Just check out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it goes. There's some good things on TV now, uh, except for, of course, broadcast television. That's a complete disaster. What did they it's do to broadcast? They, it's a wasteland. That's it exactly is. right. I, I have, like, three shows I like to watch on broadcast TV. 
Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune are two of them. And yeah, that's true. <laughs> Toots, is that you? Yeah, honest to God. Oh, Toots loved the Wheel of Fortune. She, all Wheel she watched was game shows. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she my did. mom was a game show lover, too. Oh, that was like one of my favorite, favorite things to do when you were sick from school. You got to stay home and watch Prices, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. I had the whole lineup. I had one winter where I had strep throat like at least once a month. And I had the whole lineup down. I would actually start on TBS and watch Sesame Street, Electric Company, and then yep. slide on over at 11 a.m. to Price is Right. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Is that show still on the air? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Wow. Yeah, really? Drew Carey yeah. bought oh, it. Drew Car- oh, he, he bought, bought it? the show, yeah. Wow. How much of that? You guys, in fact, there huh. is a fantastic Price is Right documentary on Netflix. Um, let me see if I can find the name of it. I just watched it about two weeks ago. But remember um, a little while back, and I'm going to say now it's probably five or six years, maybe longer than that, a gentleman got the um, showcase showdown, like, down to a T and won both of them yep. and, like, won the most money. Well, allegedly there is a contestant, not a contestant, a former contestant but also an audience member who studied all of the prices. And he was the one that allegedly gave the guy the information because yep. mm. the guy's wife was sitting next to him. So the documentary is about that guy, and he's like, I never got credit for it. He's like, I didn't need any money or anything, but I wish he just said that, you know, his wife got some help for me. That's it. Um, it's called he would Perfect help Bid. all the time. Perfect, yep, perfect Bid. bid yep. so good. So oh. if anyone loves game shows, it's, it's a quick, like, 80 Five minutes or something like that, but really interesting. Seventy-two minutes. Seventy-two Ooh, minutes. Even better. Even, even less. <laughs> even yeah, less. Like right what? in the Tom Bernard wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Get that down to about fifty-five minutes, and we're really good to go. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. That's right. Apparently, at the end of the documentary, Drew Carey just starts like swearing. Oh. So Why? Don't watch it with your kids. You well. Remember the great scene on Adam Sandler's movie, I can't remember the name of it. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, when Bob Barker was on the movie, (laughs) and the two got in a fist fight, and Adam Sandler beat up Bob Barker, and he looks down and goes, the price is wrong, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That was very funny. Uh, Or how about Bob Barker being like the biggest molester in daytime television? Everyone forgets that, too. Oh, God, yes. Absolutely. No, he he was a subjugate, not a molester. Molester doesn't have that the insinuation that they were, uh, you know, children. Yeah. No, they were adults. It was sexual harassment. Oh, harassment. uh, But he was... He was harassing a lot of the Barker's beauties. Oh, yeah. Um, there are multiple lawsuits. And and then um, and he was having affairs with multiple of the women, too. God. I mean, it's a really, someone needs to do a book on it because, honestly, it's kind of a juicy story. And you think, like, he looks like everyone's grandpa, and instead yeah. he's, like, laying down with all the Barker's beauties. Oh, laying down. I like this. The first one, <laughs> she had an affair with him for three years, and then when he broke it off, she tried to go after him for sexual harassment. Oh, my God. Okay, lady. That's pretty hard to, yeah. It's going to be tough. Establish. But, yeah, apparently there was uh, another one in 19. 1995, Holly Hallstrom. Great yeah, name. she has enough money to retire. She retired. She's like, bye. She owns multiple properties. She's not allowed to talk about it. Um, but it was a huge lawsuit. And it was based off of, there was retaliation because she supported the first woman, I think was Diane, maybe. Diane, Diane Parkinson, Parkinson or something yep. like that. Yeah, supported her testimony. And there was retaliation, um, and that's and then she got fired, and they said it was because she was overweight and fat and old and everything else. So it wound up being a re- it's a really interesting story. Who went after her? Donald Trump? She's big. She's fat. She's ugly. <laughs> Sounds like a Donald Trump thing right there. We it kind of does, right? We'll yeah. take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. 
Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Welcome to the Hotel California. Mm-hmm. Living it up. That uh, might have sold a copy or two. Yeah. <laughs> is that the album they're going to do the, the, in, in its entirety? Uh, they're doing an appearance. The Eagles are doing an appearance. And they're All gonna play the, I think it is it, Hotel California. I think it's Hotel California going to play from start to finish. I think. I'm not sure of that, though. But in any case, that should be interesting because those guys, when they warmed up for their last broad tour... They had a recording studio. They came in, each came in through a different one of five doors. They wouldn't even walk (laughs) in the same door as the other four. It's just unbelievable. They just, they had five separate doors again because they didn't want to see each other. God. It is unbelievable. Don Felder, last time I talked to Don Felder, he said they will not even talk to him anymore. So I don't know. Who knows? It's a lot of dough for singing some pretty decent songs, but that's about it. Yeah. I have bad. a question for you, and I don't mean to be too critical here, Kristen, but this guy who's Uh-oh. playing Elton John in the movie, yeah, he can't sing. I mean, not that Elton's a great belter either. He's not a great singer either, but this guy has really hard time hitting some of Elton's higher notes. They've had him singing all over the place. He even sang at Elton's Oscars party right. in February, so... Elton thinks he can sing. Yeah, well, that's what you I guess is fine. that's the only endorsement you need, right? <laughs> yes, if you're playing the guy and he thinks you can sing, you're good to go. Well, another thing, I mean, Elton probably didn't want him to sing as well as he no. does. So well, he could say, <laughs> that's a possibility. Right? Don't you think? Kristen, I saw the saddest thing, and it's, a, it's the sign of the times. It may have been a mistake, but it also may have been a young person that didn't know any better. Uh, in my studio, my screen scrolls from station to station to station news outlet to news outlet to news outlet so i don't know where this came up because i glanced up at the screen and there was mick jagger singing and mm-hmm. returning after heart surgery nick jagger oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> it says nick wow. like, oh. nick are nick we at jagger. that point we don't know his name anymore <laughs> apparently this young person had no idea what his name wow. it might have just been you know the m and the n are right next yeah. to each other in the well, keyboard it could be a typo could be a typo yeah. i feel like i feel like most generations know mick jagger i, I would, would hope so i would think so she, yeah, instead of hitting the m she went one letter to the left and hit the n so it said nick jagger Nice proofreading, however. <laughs> well, that happens all the time, yeah. especially well, on local the news. copy, and also copy editing, like it, especially in the era of trending news, everyone's under the gun to get articles up as quickly yep. as possible to get as many yeah, clicks as possible. That true. you will read People Magazine where you would never, like 10 years ago, you would never find a typo. I see grammatical errors going up all the time because mm-hmm. they have to get that up and someone will go back in later and change any typos or grammatical <laughs> errors. And that's the way it goes, unfortunately. No, that is very, very true. That's it's a, very, very true. So the, very, very true. So the Stones, true. Tic- <laughs> the Stones tickets are kind of expensive now. A little yeah, bit. A little spendy, yeah. Yeah, 600 to $900. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Jeez. 600 to $900? Yeah. That's what, that's what like I was told. play anymore? Yeah. Oh, I, I saw a, a, a YouTube video of, uh, of uh, Keith, uh, Keith Richards playing uh, uh, Walk Before I Run, 
And when he was, it was about two years ago. Ooh, it was a little, a little less energetic. Well, I don't know than, how he's still alive. Yeah, well, nobody yeah, does. What are you gonna do? I was looking yeah. for a couple of numbers for uh, for Cassie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't find any of them, but I still have Vince Flynn in my directory. I know. I, I can't take it out. It. I, can't I can't do it. Like I still have my mom and my yeah, grandma. That's... I'm like I can't. I <laughs> can't, can't fully delete them out of my I life. I still have some voicemails from my dad that I've never listened to. Oh, that's oh. cool. And I'm going to mm. keep them oh. for when the eventual. Yeah. Time Remember comes. these guys sent in, there was a, a couple of guys, when their grandmother didn't know how to leave a message, because oh. she thought when she, you know, the, the recorded message that you would leave back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, on, on a landline, mm-hmm. she didn't know when they started, she didn't know where they ended, so it was like really pretty cool. She'd go, hello, are you there? <laughs> What the hell kind of phone have you got? Yes. <laughs> Just a great... Do you remember Clarence Kep? Oh, yeah, Clarence Kep. We used to have this farmer that would come and cut our hay and, and all this stuff, and he was, he was a great guy. He'd leave a message. Hello, this is Clarence Kep talking. <laughs> what a guy's got to do when it rained like it rained last week is. <laughs> yeah, no, he was unbelievable. <laughs> this is Clarence Kep talking. Yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. Him. No question about it. So, Kristen, I do have to ask you about this. What mm-hmm. in the hell is this Justin Bieber wants to fight Tom Cruise? What is oh, that? God. Everyone's trying to figure it out because I'm like, when is the last time we even saw Tom Cruise? I know. He's been very, he's been laying low. You know, he has Top Gun 2, but that's not even coming out for another year. So... You just sit there and you think, do they have some weird project together that we don't know about? Yeah. And Justin's trying to stir up some social media um, nonsense because otherwise it makes no sense. Nah, you're right about that. It's just Justin Bieber challenges Tom Cruise to a cage fight. <laughs> and there were several cage fighters uh, interviewed about this. Every one of them picked Tom Cruise I, to beat I, Justin Bieber. Of course he would. <laughs> I picked Tom, yeah. too. Yeah, it's a featherweight versus Justin a bantamweight. Justin Bieber is like 98 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, yeah he's a tiny kid. Uh, Maybe he's scrappy. I didn't know this, though, Chris, and it makes sense. Wired. He's it makes wired. sense. You know how sometimes the, the clock ticks and you're not even noticing that day after day after day is passing? I had no idea that Tom Cruise is 56 years old. Oh, yeah. Right? He looks good. He looks mm-hmm. great. I mean, you know, he, he's kind of got that timeless look about him. So, I, 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 you know, looking back, of course, to, what was it, Risky Business, where he came mm-hmm. sliding down the hall there? In his underwear. In his underwear, yeah. <laughs> oh, you remember that part, yes, huh, Yes, I do. No, she remembers <laughs> Tom Cruise in I his have, underwear. I have this shameful crush on Tom Cruise. I don't know why. He's a handsome guy. You and Oprah, right? Well, Is and, it Oprah? And he's one oh, yeah, of those guys, too. Couch, I think yeah. he starts to look better as he ages. Yeah, it could be. Oh. So I don't know. And he may have, he may have just had a tune up or two. Just Maybe. the very subtle kind of things at a younger uh-huh. age can look really nice. And uh, you know, he's, he's still a good looking guy. You're a right. Little he's, tune up. Yep. Tune up. A little tune up takes you a long way. That's right. Oh, how do you know? Uh oh. I've not had the tune up yet. Uh, I'm open. I haven't had it up. yet, Krista. I like that. I haven't had it yet. Yet. <laughs> yes. I was like, I am open to the tune up. But it has to be a very subtle tune-up. Yeah. You have to go to, like, the doctor that did Demi Moore. Yeah. Very timeless look. You're like, you You're don't right. sit there and they don't, she doesn't look super pulled. She looks good. Jane Fonda. Raquel Welch. Jane, Jane Fonda. Well, Jane Fonda's been very open about her. Yeah. I think she yeah. got a little bit more than she needed. I don't think she needed as much as she probably got done. But she looks fantastic because she's, what, 80? 82. Well, she's had three she's facelifts, I think. Yep. Yeah, she's had quite years. a few. Uh, she's trying to look like Catherine. That's the yeah, video of it. I know. I keep telling her. <laughs> keep telling her. Give it up. Stop copying me, Jane. Um, I, you know what's really funny? We, we were just talking this morning. Had a bunch of really, really great people on the show. Had a really good time interviewing people all morning. And it was all about how everyone's happy. There was not, nothing about anybody complaining about anybody else. And, oh, my God. It's these extremists that, that change everything up. But at the end of the show, I said, this is what life is really like. We all love our, our spouses and our children and our grandchildren and our friends. Until we don't. <laughs> but, I mean, 
If you watch television news, you would think we all hate one another, which is just not true. Uh, I just wanted to throw that out quickly, but it was just a situation where every single person who came on was happy and just wanted to be happy, and they're all literally getting to the point where it's like, you know what, the far right, the far left should just kiss our living ass and leave us alone. Yeah, we should start shunning them, and then they'll shut up. Yeah, we're going to have to. Well, I mean, you see what Mike Pence did now? No. Say, could these people just shut up on the far left and the far right, both of you? Mike Pence has no issue with the Trump administration's decision to keep pride flags off flagpoles at U.S. embassies during Pride Month. We're proud to be able to serve every American, but when it comes to the American flagpole and American embassies and capitals around the world, one American flag flies, the vice president tells NBC News. I don't Do they put other flags up under the American flag at different... I- do events. not know. That I do not. Flag if they've never protocol. done it before, then then maybe they shouldn't do it. Yeah. But I don't know if they have they or not. They did it. I know. I, the only flag I know is they have flown the pride flag under the Obama administration. Where? Oh, they did. What, under the American At flag? At some of the embassies. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Under the, yeah, it, ha- it was allowed. And that's why under this administration, they're not recommending it. But what other, what other subgroups have flags that should be flown then? Should there be should there right. be a, a, an Eid flag? Should there be a, Chris, a Christmas flag? An Easter flag? Should there be a Halloween flag? Uh, or should there be you know what other what other yeah, subgroups are not there to advertise right. your uh, support for a group? It's no, that's true. There to well, that's what the Obama the administration was all about is just trying to get everyone to think they oh we we love you. Well, yeah, yeah sure. You and do. besides, throwing that up in uh, some of those African countries would be oh that would not be really good. inflammatory. Yeah. There, I think people are really trying to adjust to stuff, and it is but rough. in in a in a country like like say the UK, like if it's outside the yeah british yeah the american embassy in britain like would you i wouldn't blink twice well but i mean it probably has to be on a case-by-case basis yeah why would the embassy decide there's a huge conservative population religious population there uh and conservative in a variety of religions an ecumenical group conservative ecumenical group that really like i said are having a hard time adjusting to the gay lifestyle and accepting that and but why do they lifestyle it's not a lifestyle. Choice. No, sure, a choice. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. Well, it's not a choice <laughs> either. It's an orientation. It's not a choice either. It's genetic. Yeah, it's an orientation. <laughs> You're born that way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, before anybody gets too upset, the, the gay pride flag is flying beneath the American flag on the pole, which it should, obviously. But, but here's the problem with him saying this. Mike Pence should not have been talking about this, and here's why. The vice president said it's the right decision. Whom the Guardian points out once said, and this is Mike Pence that said this, societal collapse would follow the legalization of gay marriage. <laughs> it's like what? Mike for it's what he actually said that. It's like Mike, what um, calm down. It's already been legal. For how many years now? Yeah. So I mean, I still don't understand why I would possibly care if you stayed away from kids and animals, what what you do in your bedroom. I don't care. Good for you. Makes you happy, good for you. Yeah. Well, don't you find it interesting that it's Massachusetts, which legalized marriage equality first, is the one that is having the straight pride parade? Oh, they are having I thought they canceled it. They're, they are having I it. Don't, well, technically, you can't I, prevent anyone from having a parade. Well, I suppose like that's that. true, yeah. I suppose. And, you know, they want to do straight pride, too. Fine. I don't have any problem with that. If you're proud of being straight, then good for you. And you're, whatever you do in your bedroom, I still don't want to know what you're doing in your bedroom, by the way. <laughs> Pride sounds super dumb. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I, 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 whatever. It's just this whole thing. It, it, these extreme positions are dominating the airwaves, and it needs to stop. Yeah. Just leave everyone alone. Let them live their <clears throat> lives. And and by the way, Chris and I pointed out in the KQ Morning Show this morning, I don't have a gay member of my family, so it's not like I'm sticking up for a relative or something. I just said. Do you know that 30 years ago I endorsed gay marriage? And boy, did I catch hell for that, Kristen. I, but I thought it's time. Why do I care who you marry? Time, Good for you. Yeah, times change. It takes a long time to, for guess. people to adjust yeah. to different ideas and things. See, I've never cared about that, though. No. I've never cared about what somebody else does in their bedroom with whomever they want uh, yeah. to do it. 
And, and like I said, no kids. This NAMBLA thing, now they're pulling for that should be legalized. Sorry, I can't go along with that That's one. creepy and gross. That's really gross and creepy. No, so, but even the legalization of marijuana, you know, states yeah. are often, you know, many states are legalizing it. I'm not someone that likes to smoke at all. Maybe if I was needed it in a medical situation, it would be a different yeah, yeah. thought. But I, I don't. I don't sit there and judge anyone who does smoke because it doesn't affect my life. No. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, it's the live and let live philosophy. Thank you very much. And I, what I love is the fact that uh, nobody fly. If marijuana is so dangerous, why don't they fly it in or, or haul it into the country like they do fentanyl they or do. heroin? Marijuana in large quantities like that? Yeah. Well, I didn't know it was large. How do they get large quantities in the United States? Same way they get... I just large quantities of cocaine in there was just a somebody just facebook messaged me about his friend that works uh, for ice and they said that they really Vanilla aren't ice? even they're dun, 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 no. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> they're trying to they're um there's much less marijuana crossing the border now yeah and, that's and what a I thought. lot of it comes in in tunnels and submarines yeah they do submarines wow. like um, what but, but but the money isn't in the cash crop isn't marijuana anymore. It's fentanyl. Yeah, that's what they're bringing. That's not in. a crop. That's manufactured. Well, they're bringing that in. Of course, way oh, more. We love it in America. Love that fentanyl. And he's, mm-hmm. and he's like, this guy said a do. wall will help, but it's tunnels and submarines. It is tunnels and submarines. It's true. We'll take a break. Be right back in two minutes more with Kristen Burt. Right after this with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. No one knows what it's like to be the bad man, to be the sad man behind blue eyes. You know, a lot of rock lyrics, I have no idea what the hell they're talking about. The bad man behind blue eyes. What the hell does that even mean? It means you. Well, Ali Sultan was on the morning show this morning, and once again he repeated that I have a racist face. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he said, because my big blue eyes. I do look. Aryan. I do look like a like pretty Aryan. I really do. There's no doubt Maybe about that. Maybe that's what they meant in the song. I don't know. Oh, this is for you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. So, Kristen, what's happening in your world? What's happening in my world? I am looking forward to seeing Toy Story Four on tomorrow. Yeah, I thought it was yes. the June 21st. It is. I'm going to a press screening tomorrow night. Oh, big yeah. shot. Oh. Is yours tomorrow too, Kathy? No, I'm not. It, uh, next Tuesday, I'm okay. seeing it for the screener, and I'm so excited. I'm bringing tissues because I know I'm going to ball my eyes out because I'm bringing my boys. Oh. And that was like one of those, that movie that I watched with all three of my boys, and they were obsessed with it. Each one of my kids had their own Andy or uh, Woody doll. Yeah. And Andy like, doll? I like it. Well, I, instead of Andy on the foot, I would write their name in permanent marker oh, on the bottom see. of the boot. And then they all had Buzz Lightyears as well. 
Well, and so now like, they can get spoony. <laughs> or the, the yeah, the spork. The spork. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. You can make in your own kitchen now. You don't have to spend the $50. Yes. <laughs> There's one pro part of it that makes me very, very sad, though, i got to be honest with you. The fact that Mr. Potato Head is no longer Don Rickles. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Who's playing oh. him? Yeah, who's going to be the voice now? I never, Don Rickles. I never even thought to look. Do they sometimes they use they have enough clips where they like piece yeah. it all together? Oh, yeah. This technology allows you to do that, or did they replace them like they do on Sesame Street? Right, yeah, I suppose. I, but I, I love Don because Don played a great crabby potato, <laughs> yes, <laughs> was, he did. That was terrific. I loved him. I made him cry once. Did you know that? Kristen? I didn't know that. Yeah, I made no, him cry one time. I was interviewing Don Rickles many, many years ago, and I brought up an episode of Run for Your Life with Ben Gazzara, on which Don Rickles played uh, a character named Willie Hatch, and he was an insult comic, and everybody hated him, and the episode was called Down with Willie Hatch. And I said, Don, I tell you what, you did a great job uh, on that show. And he started tearing up. He goes, oh, Aww. thank you. That's very nice to even know about that. The softer side of Don Rickles. Oh, he's um, Don Rickles is doing the, the voice. Yep. So it, is archi it says archive sound. Oh, oh good, 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 so good. So we'll have one last Technology shot of Technology is him. amazing that <laughs> one way. One last shot of Don Rickles. It is. It's kind yeah, of scary it in right. a way. Well, yeah. yeah, that's the, and that's maybe the fear of uh, actors is that uh, pretty soon they are going to be animated. Just like. Uh, oh. Yep. Well, they're going to have to somehow. What? Have an attorney draw something up that well, they can't is, do that. This is bleed, bleeding edge stuff because uh, I don't know what was the name of the actor who played Governor Tarkin uh, on the first Star Wars. They animated him oh, into yeah. the, the later ones, and then Carrie Fisher was animated on the yeah, last one. She was, yep, because mm -hmm. she had passed. I mean, that, and this is going to happen. I'm sure that uh, um, oh who who, who uh, the Marvel guy Stan Lee, oh, Stan, Stan Lee, Lee. Yeah. he's going to be animated. They're going to have him in the movie. Oh, I think, really? I think Robin Williams had a contract where nobody could use his like voice or likeness after his passing. After he died. Or something well, like that. Smart. that. That's what they're going to have to do. If I were an actor and had enough clout, I would definitely be adding that into my contract. Yeah. Why? You already have that Why? For your estate. Why would, you, why, would you, why would you shut down an asset like that for your estate? Exactly. What do I care about my estate? Me. Well, it's you like know. even Tom. I mean, you don't own any of the content of the morning show. Nope. And I think that I think that that's going to be something that needs to be looked at in the future because they could just have you on forever. Yeah. I don't think they can do that. Once I well, leave, they, I don't think they can use my. They can use it while I'm there, but not I after don't I'm know. gone. You might want to look at your yeah, contract. You, I think that that's something that people should start thinking about. Well, I got about. I got a meeting next uh, a week from tomorrow with them. So if they don't give me what I'm asking for, I'll just flatten them. <laughs> right there at Bar La Grasse, just lay there them out. There you go. That'll be fun. God, can you imagine? And I look, I, I am so realistic about myself. I will tell you, I would not want to negotiate with me. What a pain in the ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. What are you looking at, Catherine? She's staring at me, not saying a word, with this wry smile on her face like, I've, Tom, I've said Tom, it before. You're not as You're a saint living with this. This is unacceptable. You're a saint for living with this. That, that stare she gave you. That, well, yeah, and, and I'm sure, Kristen, you have that in, in, in your back pocket. That stare. That stare that, you know, just, you know, that evil stare. It says. That evil says, stare. Oh, you know, you're not getting ah. a homemade meal for the next two months. Kind of stuff. <laughs> what do you think yeah. of that, Kristen? What? The what? You're a stickler when it comes to contracts? Not a stickler. A huge pain in the ass. Well, what what is the one thing that you always have to have in your contract? Everyone has something. Cash. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> more money. More, more, more cash. No, it's unbelievable. It's it's actually I'll tell you very quickly why I got that reputation. Because I negotiated a contract in 1985, a new contract, because the show just blew up and it was. Uh, no, excuse me, it wasn't 85. It was 87. There you go. Because the Twins had just won the World Series, and the show blew up and all the rest of it. It was 1987. So a guy flew in, a nice Jewish guy from Disney, flew in, uh, and we're sitting there, and he says, this is how much we'll give you, and he passed it across to me. And it was like a couple of dollars short of a big number, but only a couple of dollars short. And he says to me as he's pushing it across, don't ask for more money or you're being a chazer. You guys know what a chazer is in Yiddish? I don't. It's a pig. Mm -hmm. 
The guy called me a pig <laughs> if I wanted more money. And I said, you know what? I looked at it. The number's great. But if you ever call me a pig again, I'll throw you out the goddamn window. So that might be the reason I have a <laughs> reputation of being a tough guy to negotiate with. He thought, you know, he well, thought that's not really was... negotiating. That's just insulting your client. Yeah, exactly. So... I mean, don't call me a pig, you yeah. pill. Of course, you're making about 30 times more than I am. But other yeah, than too. that, you know, that's the other part of it I like. No, I, I, I think it's pretty interesting. The whole situation is pretty damn interesting, how the world is shaped up with all of that. Because, my God, people are... I, I'm telling you, I'm lucky that I have a contract now because I would not want to go in with having no time left on my deal and have to negotiate a deal. I don't think I'd care for doing that at all. No. But I have a, I have a, a figure, not a figure, a money figure in, in mind, but I do have a yearly figure in my mind for as far as how many more years I want to do it. And the reason I want to do that is because it will set the all-time record for uh, – for being on the same show in the same city on the sta- same radio station in history. That's very yeah. that's very cool. It's not an ego thing. It's just, hey, that's cool. Yeah. You know? It's an accomplishment. Yeah, sure. it's an accomplishment. So we'll see if I'm being told they're going to do it. So I guess we'll see a week from Wednesday. So if I'm not here a week from Thursday and you, you hear like uh, – the tolling of the bells, you know that it didn't work. <laughs> for whom the bell tolls. For whom the bell tolls. Tolls for me. No, so I do understand that I have a reputation as a guy that's not great to to negotiate with. I do understand that. But people do it in such a mean way. I'm not going to put up. Would you put up with that, Kristen, if they were being kind of like calling you a pig? Would you put up with that? No, I wouldn't. No. And I will tell you, as a woman, too, it's even harder to negotiate because I oftentimes bet. they'll lowball you. And then I, I actually just walked away from a contract negotiation because they won't give me my quote. And I, I am good at what I do. Yeah, and I are. deserve my quote. Yep. And thank you. <laughs> so, well, true, but I, you I believe are. that. And I, when I walk away from it, I think that they think I'm going to come back to the table. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not coming back. No, hell no. I'm not doing that to myself. And then I'm also doing it to the generation coming up behind me. So that's not fair either to, like, undercut everyone. And yeah. go, oh, I'll accept half my rate. That's exactly right. What you just said is it's not only your deal. It's everybody who follows behind you's deal, and you don't want to screw people over. I mean, well, I understand well, it's, that. It's getting so much more complicated because so many people aren't employees of anybody anymore. Everybody's yeah. freelancing yeah, now. True. So yep. it's kind of harder to figure out how to compensate yourself, you know, for industry standards because there really aren't any in a lot of yeah. vocations. So but, we Yeah, it's see. true. I would say a solid 75% of Los Angeles is freelance. Right. It's amazing. By the way, the guy's name was Norman. He would have only fallen like about 10 stories, so it wouldn't have been that big a deal. <laughs> Were you at the animation studios? I mean, don't call people a pig. He didn't, but see, he didn't think I knew what that word meant. Pig? But have, have, no, Hazer. Oh. Having grown up in North Minneapolis around a lot of Jews, I, I speak well, pretty much more and Yiddish. And you got the Google with your phone. Yeah, you got Google. Well, you not back the, then you didn't. Oh. I got the Google. I, I got the Google. You sound like, what are you, my great-grandfather? I got the Google right this is, here. This is Clarence kept. I'm on the Facebook. What did I do on the I'm Facebook? I'm on the Facebook. That's exactly it. I love it. I, I do have to tip the, my cap to that helicopter pilot who crashed into the top of a building so he wouldn't kill everybody in the streets. You guys know about this? No. Uh, New York. Yeah, really? Oh, New York yesterday, right? Oh, my right? God, yes. Very impressive. When a helicopter crash landed on a Manhattan building Monday, it brought back unsettling memories of 9-11, the attacks yeah. for many New Yorkers. But officials say it appears the pilot was doing his best to avoid killing people. Pilot Tim McCormick was killed in the crash landing on the roof of the 54-story is it AXA Equitable Center or AXA Equitable Center? Around 2 p.m., just 11 minutes after he took off in heavy rain from the East 34th Street heliport where he had dropped off a passenger, Paul Dudley managed the airport in Linden, New Jersey, where McCormick was based as the pilot knew the area well and may have intentionally gone for that roof to spare people on the street. This wasn't a landing. He knew it was going to be an ugly crash. He knew he was going to die, but he crashed it anyway. Uh, why, why did it, why did it crash? Weather or the weather was so bad that the the tops of all the buildings were covered up by clouds. Oh, so wow. you couldn't see where you were going. And he had just uh, radioed back to them. I may have to turn around and come back, 
And then all of a sudden it just, he realized that he had clipped the oh, building or I don't know geez. what he hit, but then he knew he was going down oh. and he tried to land it on the roof, I think, but there was no, there was no room for it to land. So it crashed, flipped uh, upside down oh, and killed God. him. So you gotta no. you gotta give somebody a tip of the cap for the, the the bravery there. This man gave his life to save other people's lives. That's amazing. It is. See, there are wonderful stories about wonderful people, and I wish everybody else would shut your cake hole. What do you think? Yes. Yes. Yes, yeah. sir. No, I do. I just, just oh, here's one thing. We only have a couple more minutes with Kristen, but I did want to ask you this. Definitely, do you think that Vancouver's East West Market? plastic bag thing is smart do you know about this uh, the plastic bag or are you talking about the straws because i know they also just ban straws no, the plastic bag thing they have to not only tell you not to buy plastic bags they're printing up plastic bags with insults on them <laughs> vancouver's east That's west hilarious <laughs> hilarious yeah Vancouver's East West Market really, really wants to discourage its shoppers from using plastic bags. For one thing, it charges a nickel for everyone it distributes, reports Fox 7. But as the Vancouver Courier reports, the market's newest strategy goes way beyond that. East West plastic bags are now emblazoned with embarrassing messages like colon care co-op into the weird adult video emporium or Dr. Toe's wart ointment wholesale. So many people. I think people are going to collect them on purpose. They did. Already happening. Yep. Yep. It's already happening. They're already doing it. They want to collect them on purpose. They're too cool. <laughs> I was like, I would love to be like, yeah, I just went and got my colon cleanse. <laughs> um, you know? <laughs> Why don't they just switch over to the yeah, biodegradable just, bags? Yeah. Oh, this is the 21st century. Well, what's the holdup here? And they charge 10 cents a bag. I, mean, I don't get, I don't get, I don't, I don't get the either, problem. because I have so many bags coming out of my car like they give them away at every gifting suite i mean there are bags yeah. everywhere there all are, those, yeah. um recyclable ones so yes yeah I, I just was sorting through all the ones in my car and the drawers i'm like i've got so many bags well, but, 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 yeah, the, the, but the biodegradable ones you know they make them out of cornstarch and yeah. they yeah you, it doesn't matter you leave them someplace they rot yeah and not to mention you can recycle plastic bags at yeah. target yeah, you can. Absolutely. And a lot of grocery stores have a recycling yep. bin for those, too. Yeah, they should. It's time for plastic to go away, though. I, I would agree with that. Just plastic in general? I'm like, can you imagine? Plastic That'd be bottles. Tough. Yeah. yeah. Plastic bottles, which plastic. I have water one in front of me right now. Really so does Cassie. Yeah, well, don't drink bottled water. Drink your tap water. Right. All right, I'll close with this one, Kristen. Our three-year-old granddaughter. Oh, dear. Funny. She's always up Fun. to something. I was drinking uh, out of a bottle. I was drinking a, a Diet Pepsi out of a bottle. They do not drink soda at her house, so she had never seen soda in a plastic bottle before. And she was totally serious when she turned to me and said, Bop, Bop, why are you drinking poop? <laughs> she thought it was like, thought it was like toilet water. arguments that it is toilet water. <laughs> you? That's really nice. Should think about that every time you drink a diet Pepsi. Thank you. Tell right. yourself psychologically you're drinking poop yes, because that's time. what it does to your body. Boy, yep. look, at the, time. Time. look at the time! Look at the time here. Time for a crap right down yeah. your throat, Tom. Every time. Kristen, your hour goes by so fast every week. It's ridiculous. <laughs> We're gonna have to get you on for two hours. Kristen, number Quit one. Two hours. Quit your job. <laughs> Internal screen. Well, I'm in a Minneapolis, and I will sit in studio one day. Oh, God. Oh. You have to do it. That would be wonderful. Come during the State Fair. You'd love Are the you State Fair. Are you going to the State Fair this year? I, I used to eat the State Fair all the time. I used to have the curds. Yep. I'm, the uh, curds. I'm uh, doing an appearance at the State Fair, Minnesota, the great Minnesota get-together this year again. So, yeah, come up. It'll be great. Okay. All right. Behave for the rest of the time. I will. I'll then. do my best. Thanks a lot. Bye. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, entertainment reporter from Los Angeles, will be back. Very special guest coming up next with the family. So 